Counter Church. You know, for those that are here today, you guys are gonna be blessed. And you guys know why? Because today there's a Niner game and you guys chose to be here instead of watching the Niner game. So, you know, God is gonna bless you so much and I'm barely, I'm, I'm very, it's all about the Niner. But I'm grateful for each one of you guys and, you know, God's gonna do a great thing here today. So, um, but as you can all see, I will be preaching to you guys today. Pastor Daniel, uh, he needed a little break before he starts teaching on, on the new series that he will be preaching on next, on to us next week. So I hope you guys can either attend the service or, or watch online. Both are just as great. So today what I want to talk to you guys about are about the promises of God. Before we get into, into it, I just want to lead us in prayer. Lord, thank you for everyone that is here today. I thank you for each one, Lord, and I pray that you may uh, just bless them, Lord. Bless their hearts, bless their heart, uh, bless their ears. Like, I pray whatever they hear today, Lord, that they just, that it just may stay with them, Lord. I pray that you just may be with us and just guide this service, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. So, how many of you guys have ever been promised something and didn't get what was promised? <laughs> or how many of you guys promised something to someone and didn't or weren't able to keep that promise for whatever for whatever reason that's everyone right i'm pretty sure well i'm pretty sure that's many of us and i know that not receiving a promise that was given or that you may be that you gave could really actually hurt you know like if you feel bad but you see sometimes we either receive or make promises that are that are realistic to accomplish that you really don't need much work to it we also receive or make promises that sometimes are not so realistic and pretty hard to accomplish. For an example, I could easily make a promise to my daughter and tell her that I promise I will go buy her a candy that costs a dollar. A dollar is not much, right? That's more of a realistic promise. Now, say I promise my daughter one day I will buy her a Lamborghini, <laughs> which could be possible, but that's only if I win the lottery or <laughs> I rob a bank. <laughs> so whoever wants to join me, <laughs> help me out. <laughs> but either way, it's still more of a not so realistic promise, which would be more hard to accomplish. So the point of this is that sometimes we make promises that they, some, sometimes people make promises that they just can't keep. But we serve a God that even if what, what he promises doesn't seem so realistic, he will never fail us. Amen. God is someone who we can always count on. In Joshua 1 through 9, chapter 1, 1 through 9 says, After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses, Moses, my servant is dead. Now then, you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I am about to give to them, to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon and from the great river, from Euphrates, all the Hittitic country, to the Mediterranean Sea in the west. No one will be able to stand against you on all, all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous, because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the laws my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. 
Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate it on day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid, do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. It was a long uh, <laughs> scripture, but it's well worth it. <laughs> like it you'll see. So you see these verses here, it talks about a promise that he had made with Moses. And that was with and that was that the people from Israel would enter the promised land. That promise he entrusted to Joshua, since Moses would not be able to enter the promised land. These verses also tell us that Joshua would be the new leader of Israel, and that he would guide the new generation of Israel to the promised land. God tells Joshua to not be afraid, but to be strong and courageous, so that he will be with them each step of the way. So I meant, as I mentioned earlier, there are some promises that sometimes don't seem too realistic to accomplish. But by having God by your side, everything is possible. You see, when Joshua and the Israelites entered the promised land, it wasn't that they just entered and they didn't have to do anything. You see, the promised land that God promised them was being ruled by different kings throughout the land of Canaan. So the quest that God gave to Joshua and the Israelites was to go on and conquer each of these lands so that they would be the one to rule over these lands. Since Joshua, since Joshua had always stood firm next to God's side, he believed in God that he would be able to conquer these lands with God's help. You see, Joshua always remembered where God had taken him and all the Israelites out from. When Joshua saw Moses part the Red Sea with the help of God, I bet that's when uh, Joshua knew that the only one that would be the one to protect him through anything was God. As you keep reading in the book of, of Joshua, you read about all the lands that they take over and how God was with them through it all and fulfilled the promise that he made to Moses. Now, this promise that God had fulfilled to him was promised to Abraham a long time ago. You see, God had told Abraham that he would bless him and all of his descendants. So Moses and, jo and Joshua were all part of Abraham's descendants. So now you may be thinking, well, that took a long time for God to keep his promise. Mm -hmm. You see, God doesn't work in our time, but in his. In Proverbs 16, 9 says, in their, in their hearts, human plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. So what this verse is saying is that sometimes we are such in a hurry to try to establish all our life that we end up forgetting the, the one that is in control. If everything was in our timing, then we would be in trouble all the time. Let me give you an example. Say you are shopping for a car, and the car you really love costs $30,000. And this is the car that you must have and that you just love so much. So instead of praying over it, you just get impatient, and you just go for it. Remember, this car costs $30,000. It's not cheap, so it's going it's to take a lot of your money away. And you, but you put $4,000 down, right? So now you're financing the rest for this car that you like. So now you're stuck with the payment like around maybe $350 a month, which is not too bad still because I see, I, I've heard of people paying like $500 or so for a car a month. But then a couple months pass by and you see the same exact car you have bought that you, that you bought for the price of $19,000. So that is $11,000 less of what you got your car for. And I use this example because it happened to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, 
So instead of praying for the car that I wanted, I just got impatient and just got stuck with the car that I could have not that I could have got for a lower price. You see, when we are impatient, sometimes we ourselves are missing out on the promise that God has for us. This actually happened to Abraham. Not the car situation, but with the baby situation. So it is much a more big deal. But still the same intention. Abraham had a wife named Sarah. Sarah really wanted to have uh, children, but she could not bear any. So one day uh, she was just so frustrated and so miserable that she could not have any children. And, but she, and then she told uh, Abraham to just go sleep with Hagar, which was the handmaiden of Sarah. She was so desperate for a child that she went against her own convictions and just saw that the most easy and fastest way to get what she wanted. So, so when Hagar got pregnant, she was Sarah was jealous that she started treating Hagar harshly, and that, which caused Hagar to leave the into the desert. But the angel of the Lord called to her and told her to go back to Sarah, and that her baby's name would be called Ishmael. Through all, this, through all the problems that were going on, God was still in control and had plans for Hagar and Sarah. As I said, if we try to do everything in our timing, we will always be in trouble. But luckily, we do serve a God that is full of compassion, grace, love, and just very understanding for us. So what ends up happening in, in the story is that God promises Abraham that Sarah would be a mother of nations, which then came along Isaac. So even though sometimes you may take a setback in life, when you, when you keep staying faithful to God and in his timing, God will still keep his promises. <laughs> promises. So uh, what God just wants from us is to just trust in him and to just believe that what he has said he will do. God is not a liar. God is not trying to punish none of us. Only God knows when we're ready for the promise that he wants to bless us with. Many of us are still waiting for a promise that God had made us. Could be God to heal you from something, that, something bad that happened to you. Could be you're waiting on a career choice or even a relationship to be fixed. So if you're waiting for God to fulfill the promise he has for you, keep staying faithful, keep believing, keep staying strong and courageous as God told Joshua. Prayer will give you the strength you need to keep waiting on God's time. I know sometimes we may feel frustrated. We may feel that, like that the promise is never coming. But if you keep staying faithful to God, God will bless you with more than what you were even asking for. In Isaiah 61, 7 through 9 says, Instead of your shame, you will receive double portion. And instead of disgrace, you will rejoice in your inheritance. And so you will inherit a double portion in your land. And everlasting joy will be yours. For I, the Lord, loves justice. I hate robbery and wrongdoing. In my faithfulness, I will reward my people and make an everlasting covenant with them. Their descendants will be known among the nations and their offsprings among the people. All who see them will acknowledge that they are a people of the Lord that has blessed. God, see, God loves us so much and sees the patience that you've been having on waiting for his promises to come to pass that. Like in the scripture says, you will receive double portion. Now, how great is our God for that? God could have just given you what you wanted, but instead God is such a generous God that he multiplies our blessings. There is this song that I really love to hear, listen to, and it's called Already There by Casting Crowns. Uh, this song, it always reminds me of that 
even when you don't understand how everything is going to play out, God already knows. In the song, it says, when I'm lost in the mystery, to you my future is a memory, because you are already there. So God already knows everything that you need and everything he is going to bless you with. See, it took many years later for, prom for the promise of Abraham to come to pass. But even though Abraham didn't know when the, that promise would be fulfilled, God already knew he, uh, because he was already there. Abraham's promise didn't have an expiration date. But remember, as God told Joshua and the Israelites, that they need to keep following the laws that he entrusted to Moses. Because if we stop following these laws and not listening to the Lord, then don't expect God to keep his promise. Just as we expect God to come through in his promises, so does God expect us to follow these laws and that, that he has left us. <clears throat> so I can stand up here and talk about more of all these promises that God had made to people in the Bible. But the last one that I want to mention is the promise that Jesus has left us. In John 14, 1 to 3, it says, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. For uh, my, my Father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I, have not, would, I have not, would I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you may also be, that you may also be where I am. See, this promise here is the promise that we are also waiting for and excited for. This place that Jesus is talking about is a place where we will finally be living, living in a peaceful place where there is no more pain, no more suffering. As Jesus said, he goes to prepare this amazing place for us. Now, you need to remember, the only way to get into this amazing place is through Jesus. Uh, <clears throat> Jesus died for each one of us so that we may all have the same opportunity to get into this amazing place. Believing in Jesus and trusting in him is the way, just as John 14, 6 says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. This verse clearly tells us and gives us the answer to, where, to answer where Jesus is at. Jesus is not trying to trick us on for us to try and guess the right answer. He himself gave us the correct answer. It's like someone giving you a cheat sheet for a test, but we have the greatest cheat sheet, and that is, that the, an and that is the answers to having everlasting life with our amazing Jesus. If you can only imagine how great it is going to be when um, we're alongside Jesus, the one that gave his life for each one of us, I bet it's going to be amazing. So, my brothers and sisters, when life's mysteries are hard for you to understand, just promise, just remember the one that is in control already has the promise ready for you. All you have to do is trust on the time that God has for you. Just as Abraham promises, just as Abraham's promise didn't have an expiration date, so doesn't the promise that God has for you. See, um, well, as the worship team makes their way up, um, I just want to like leave you with, with this, and that is to just trust in God's timing. Your promise is on its way, and just stay faithful and keep staying true to the one that is in control. Amen? Amen. So we can just all bow our heads. Lord, I just want to thank you, Lord, for each one of us, for each one of your people, Lord. I pray, Lord, that they may stay strong and courageous, just as you told Joshua. 
you repeatedly told Joshua to stay strong and courageous because, Lord, this world, this world is hard to live in. And you know, Lord, with all the pain and suffering that we go through every day, we have to, be st we have to stay strong and courageous. Lord, we trust in you, Lord, that you will be the one to guide us, Lord, that you will fulfill your promise that you have promised to us, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you just may give us the strength, that you may give us the, just always stay by our side, Lord. I know, Lord, you will stay faithful to your word, Lord. And I know as long as we stay strong and courageous, Lord, you will, you will fulfill our promises as well. In the name of Jesus, amen.